you like to check out these live streams while they're happening, check out 242 Reads in the show notes. They go live every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, on with the replay. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the uh, stream in Terra. I was not going to say coffee stream. Nope, not me. <laughs> Today, I am joined by Dr. Torment. supposed to say something i was building suspense i wanted to make sure that the thing worked and i've had it where my computer <laughs> part didn't work and my guests were speaking and no one heard anything <laughs> okay okay hello greetings everyone i was the one having the panic attack not them <laughs> ah so it worked yes it worked on the hostess uh, also, good evening, Sydney, September Dragon Audio, Nico, and uh, Dr. Torment. <laughs> I already said hi. I was saying hi to the chat, and then I saw you, and I was like, oh yeah, that was a, the third person's you, or the fourth person's you. Uh, I'm a professional. Well, I also like to be difficult, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I, I think that's all, uh, all narrators' jobs, <laughs> and people in general. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, and sorry about last week and uh, no stream. Uh, most of the fun time has been fixed. I have uh, all my accounts are now under my control in some way. I just really have one account that's kind of iffy at this moment, so we're good. And that includes Patreon. It's back up and running fully. I have taken full control of it again, which was one of the bigger concerned ones, mainly because people send me money. <laughs> And I didn't want someone else to have access to other people's stuff. Kind of sounded like you're the ball from Star Trek there. I've reassumed full control. <clears throat> I did. But, I mean, I was the one supposed to be in control beginning. Should be me in control right. to begin with. You'll be assimilated. Right, Resistance is futile. Resistance is futile. We are the narrators. <clears throat> we can make you do whatever we want. <laughs> we can read whatever we want. Yes, tomorrow you will stub your toe. Tomorrow, when you get up, we'll make you stub your toe because we will narrate it, so. <laughs> we are the gods of your life. Wow. Technically, narrators are. Technically. Technically, yeah. But, yeah, te technically we are, yeah. <sighs> Narrator of the fictional worlds. And yes, we, Nico, we are very glad to hear that she has her accounts back. Yes. Uh, luckily, the ones I never had to worry about was one was my YouTube channel. It had a lot of protection around it from the get-go, so he never got into my YouTube channels. Not even a little bit, so that was nice. <clears throat> he, just, he just got everything else. <clears throat> Bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that's not a bad word for YouTube, right? Um, they're a lot more lenient on swear words than they used to be, and we're already nine minutes into the live stream, we're fine. Which is part of the oh, reason okay. why I don't go live for five minutes. It gets past the YouTube, um, the YouTube. Yeah, so technically when you make a video, you shouldn't swear for the first minute, minute and a half of your video. 
And then for a live stream, I've been told it's like the first five minutes you shouldn't try not to swear. And just because people are people, I and it gives people time to also get into the live stream before I uh, before we go live. I mean, so not everyone can be there on time. Exactly. We understand everyone has a life here. Oof. Uh, apparently. Plus, if you can't be on, if you can't be here on time, don't bother coming. Nah. <laughs> no, please come. Yeah, come at any time you want. <laughs> come as long as you want, as short as you want. Just it, they're live streams, and if you want to watch it on a replay, watch it on a replay. That's perfectly fine. Uh, That's apparently, the beautiful magic of YouTube. Uh, Nico said that the YouTube protection is so annoying. I lost access to my account back in September due to a broken and new phone, and couldn't get it back in until December. Oof, that sucks. Jesus. Yeah, no. Ah, uh, I, I get the protections, but sometimes it's like, well, can I just give you, like, some personal well, information to prove it's me? Like, hello? Sometimes these, uh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes just ridiculous with YouTube. Like, yesterday I tried to upload a short about uh, a crane plane crash. Mm-hmm. And somehow it got halted by YouTube saying that there was copyright sound on it. And I was looking at the, the segment that they highlighted mm -hmm. and it was just glitching and crash noise. And I was thinking to myself, who in their right mind thinks that is music and copyrighted it? I don't know, people are weird. There's some really apparently, weird stuff. That's Apparently something called Geronimo Studios. Never heard of them, but... Uh. <laughs> it's, it's because they're called Ger Geronimo. I'd say that's a copyrighted name, but hey, here we are. Um, no, it's not because it's slang of some kind. No. Geronimo Stilton? Never. No, I thought it was some kind of slang that they had or back in the day. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> Look, I know a lot about history, but not like everything about history. Ah, <laughs> uh, wait, isn't that also something people yell when they are jumping into water or something like that? Yes. Geronimo. Yep. That's exactly it. It was supposed uh, to be. It was supposed to be like a joke or something originally, if I remember. He serves me right, and it just kind of took off. <laughs> I just know it as Geronimo Stilton, like some kind of mouse detective that went walking around in a green jacket. That was fun. But then again, I was a kid that time. What do I know? <laughs> you know nothing, Jon Snow. I mean, what? <laughs> um, Definitely not Jon Snow, but thank you. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny? Um, have you ever watched uh, the YouTube channel called Extra History? It sounds familiar. <laughs> so it used to be like extra gaming, but they've kind of made a different channel for that because their history stuff took off and the gaming stuff was hurting things. So <clears throat> they're now extra gaming or extra history. And... They have done one about a guy named Jon Snow, and it was a legit guy who was a scientist who figured out kind of how, um, like, a specific water source can be tainted and cause problems. He did a, a lot of, like, figuring out where the, the water were, was coming for these, like, people's houses and from the town wells, or not town wells, but the town spigots or whatever where he gets water from and his name was literally Jon Snow that was for real his name and they made so many jokes of you know nothing Jon Snow and then at the end 
you might know something, Jon Snow. Legit. Like, they were making so many jokes on that. And every time I now hear that, I do not think of Game of Thrones. I think of of extra history and just this cartoon character going around trying to figure out why people were getting sick from this water. <clears throat> uh, a specific thing he was trying to fight because he wanted to figure out why people got sick. And this was like the 1800s, so it was a long time ago now. I mean, it's in the 1800s. Who, what wasn't making you sick, right? Well, yeah, but that's because germ theory was just starting to um, get legs under it back then. It, we, we believed in the humors way too long. The humors were around for uh, so long. Where they thought, oh yeah, well if you're if you're sick, that means all your bile in some way is off. So whether we have to take some blood out or make you puke, or I'm just like, and now we know so much more about health and stuff. We're like, no, no don't take the blood. Don't, don't don't take the blood out. They are using leeches though to this day, but that's because they're really good for killing, for eating dead tissue. Yeah, that tissue. Um, if you place them right, I think I read something about blood clots that they can get them out. Yeah. I'm entirely sure, though. Yeah, they're, they're actually using them, but n not to bleed people. <laughs> it, it's to help people. But it's just, we just, I just think they're, say there, as you ever hear, like, humors and stuff, like, they're pretty sure the reason why Washington died is because of his doctors. <laughs> he probably would have been fine if he didn't have any doctors around him. Because they I kept mean, be bleeding honest, him. I mean, to be honest, doctors back then could just as well be butchers. Uh, butchers used to be doctors. <laughs> well, there you go. They, it's, that's, a profession, it's a profession that goes hand in hand. So, uh, or barbers, sorry. Uh, so barbers used to do bloodletting, which is why if you go past a barber shop, you'll see the white, the blue... And the red, and the red is supposed to be from bloodletting and from them amputating arms and legs and stuff from back in the day. Huh. The white's supposed to be the soap, and I think, I can't remember where the blue was. Probably water. But, huh. yeah, um, history, it's interesting, but also makes you want to go, no, that's not how that works. It's not, that's not how any of this works. We, we know better now. Please stop. Just, just put the leeches down. Put, put the leeches down. A little paranoia for my own barber now. I'm gonna. <laughs> no, barbers, me. barbers don't do it anymore at all. It's just an old throwover. They, they only cut hair now. But it's just, it was because it was easier and cheaper to get your hands on a barber than it was a doctor. So they, they had, they were called barber surgeons back then, and now they're just barbers. And they got it, that ability got taken away a long time ago. It's not legally allowed anymore at all. Thank God, my <laughs> Well, I mean, I think every so every town had a guaranteed barber, didn't have a guaranteed doctor. So it made sense. Having a slip up as a barber, like he can basically cover it up. Like, oh, I thought you were my two o'clock for the bloodletting. <laughs> Excuse me. Why do you think their razors are so sharp? Shing. That's why uh, Sweet Todd was so Sweet. good. <laughs> Sweeney Todd is just like, oh, I need to hear more about this. <laughs> Sweeney Todd was also based in the 1800s as well. Hey, Spy oh, Fox. So much, so much uh, makes sense right now. Hi, Spy Fox. Yeah, and 
Uh, truth be told, 1800s had a lot, especially London, had some really bad stuff going on back then. White is bandages, blue is veins, and red is for blood. Ah, see? Nico knows. Hey, evil love cast. That is a lot more macabre than I thought, and I love it. Uh, now it is white is for the soap, blue is for water, and the red is still for blood. <laughs> when they cut you by mistake. <laughs> I was about to say, probably for the cuts that they make, yeah. yeah. Oops, those ears off. Those, those are so sharp, man. Oof, one wrong move. But they have to keep them sharp, because if you don't, you're more likely to hurt people. It seems counterintuitive. Well, but same thing with like a knife. Like when you're cutting up vegetables, you want a very well-maintained sharp knife because it cuts through the veggies. You're not putting as much force behind it. It's the same thing for a barber. They don't have to put much force into it because the blade just glides right through your hair, right? So. I mean, it's basically why you see cooks like chop vegetables at insane speeds. So like it's yeah. just a very good knife. Uh, I mean, not not just. That, and but a lot of skill. It's a skill. Skill. Yeah, I. And Cindy, I I like how you like how you love knives. I love knives too. She loves history. She loves knives. Away from me. I love <laughs> knives away from me. It's fun. Oh, I've got uh, how many are on that thing? I think I've got like eight or nine on my magnetic strip. I normally only use one of them. <laughs> away from me, please. I need to have choices. One of them is a chef-grade knife. I spent a lot of money on that knife. It was also a graduation present to myself. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I, I've al I always loved cooking. So when I graduated, I went out and spent a good amount of money getting a really, really good knife. So it, it will probably outlast me. Apparently, Evil also loves blades in general. So knives. Make it, make it, please make it a family heirloom. Can't. I have no one to pass it down to. Yes. I can pass it down to my dog, but she'll probably outlive her. Hopefully, I'll live her. And to you, my son slash daughter, I will give to you my knives. Use them only in great need of the kitchen. <laughs> only use them in great needs or if someone breaks in. Definitely use them I mean, to bring it. And, and, and if you stab them, how much spent on it. and make sure if you stab them to make sure they fall in the property, not out, in the property. Make sure that when you stab them and you make the, and you make the guts come out, please make sure to gut them thoroughly. <laughs> Left to right. Do not stop in the middle. You don't do half work around here, boy. No, no half work. Definitely not. Gotta make sure it sticks. Uh, how do I do this? Oh, there it is. That's what I want. I forgot to do this earlier. I'm making. I'm making a pull. Hold on. I meant to do this earlier, but I got caught up in making my video. It happens. It happens. It's fine. It's all fine. There you go. You guys now have a pull. 
Apparently evil loves knives, swords, axes, you know, all the usual. Hit, hit him with it. <laughs> place your votes, place your votes, ladies, <laughs> gentlemen, boys and girls. It's gonna be fun. Apparently paranormal's winning. It's only three votes, let's wait a moment. <sighs> We're at four now. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Oh my, oh my. <laughs> oh my. We got a paranormal coming in the front. Let's not meet and fictional tied in the back. Glitch of the Matrix is dead last. Aw, Cat just climbed up for cuddles for Sydney. Aw. Come on, head. people. Don't we, don't we all want some glitches going on here? <laughs> Has nobody seen The Matrix? It's an awesome movie. I, I, I read glitches once a, once a month, dude. They've all heard lots of them. Uh, hello, no. you Scare. No. Welcome. Hey, Inter Scare. How you doing? <clears throat> well, you said you already had a story picked out, so why don't you do that one first? All right. Kitty cat on business. <laughs> Don't forget to stab the like button. <laughs> uh, like, sorry, my cat is just staring at me. I'm making noises like <laughs> It has been a 50 seconds since you have last pet me. I demand the pets. I mean, yeah, basically. I have been, uh, been ignored too long. It has been five seconds since you last paid attention to me. I can see. The, I can see the lower thing of my food bowl. Mm. Please refill yeah. now. <laughs> yes, that's actually very true. Actually, our cat's very lucky. We've been lucky on that. If you do a move and you just swoosh the food around, she's all for it. She's like, oh, this is new food. Finally. <laughs> it's new food. Oh, mine. <laughs> she's so messy, though. Yes. So messy. Um, I'm um, looking for the story, by the way. Um, That's fine. How is the poll looking? Still in the favor for paranormal? paranormal? Yeah, we've got six votes, and paranormal has one. And I'll, I'll find a paranormal story. Don't worry. I've got some ghostly ideas. Eh, eh. Sorry. I'll see myself out. Wait, it's my. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. It's your stream. No, no, no. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> I'll just leave it on. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Trust me, I think I'm an adult. <laughs> I don't know who decided. You're an adult, but okay, you're an adult, but do you need an adult? Always, twenty-four-seven. Yeah, that—that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, I'll take. Where are you? Okay, uh, I found one that's pretty good, so. Alright. You can go right ahead when you well, can. I wanna, I wanna say ladies first. Nope, you, I already said you go first. I try to always get my guests to go first. Did I say that? Oh. Mm -hmm. I'm so forgetful. I'm so old, excuse me. <clears throat> <laughs> so yeah, uh, what I'm about to narrate is basically the same story that I uh, narrated at Interscare's live stream on New Year's. So for him it won't be anything new, but for everyone present now, it's gonna be a uh, funny. 
<laughs> Where did I put it now? Oh my god, I'm such a closet. There we go. <clears throat> the writer was alone in the room. He sat in his favorite chair by the fireplace, smoking a cigar and dispassionately drinking a glass of wine. The hissing of the gas lamps was all but drowned out by the ticking of the clock that echoed in the room with a near maddening rhythm. <clears throat> he watched the reflection of the firelight dance in his, in his wine glass and he sighed. So this is what it feels like to sell one's soul, he thought to himself as he casually sipped from his glass. It wasn't quite 11.30 when the lights of the room dimmed, if only for the briefest of moments. The flames of the fireplace erupted, and a chill permeated the room. The writer knew he was no longer alone. He tensed up in his seat and tried, in vain, not to shiver. He took another drink of wine to calm his failing nerves. A typescript landed with a heavy thud on the table, next to the 54-year-old writer. Very amusing, said a voice from behind with a strange intonation. So you approve of this draft? He did not attempt to look at his visitor. His eyes gravitated towards his glass of wine. He swirled the remainder of its contents gently and listened as footsteps moved around the spot where he sat. Footsteps that were in almost perfect unison with the ticking of the clock. Though he tried not to look, he could see the tall, dark fi figure of a man before him help himself to a nearby seat. You have omitted enough information and added plenty of funny characters to distract your readers, I might say. I am... Satisfied. The writer placed his cigar down and refilled his glass. Feigning politeness, he held the bottle out towards his guest. The man extended his bony hand, arm facing forward in refusal. And Florence? Blood red lips stretched into a predatory smile beneath the man's iron grey mustache. He is quite safe. If there are no further changes to your manuscript, she will be returned as sound as when you last laid eyes upon her, just as we agreed. The author placed his wine next to the typescript on the table. He no longer had a taste for it. He sat silently for a long while and stroked his beard involuntarily, lost in thought. Why me? Why a work of fiction with smatterings of truth, he said at last. His eyes reflected equal parts of rage and fear. Need I remind you that it was you who began to peer into the dark places that no mortal man should. You who once greedily consumed folklore and superstition as hungrily as the most ravenous of wolves might devour its prey. You've learned much in your travels, enough to be a threat, even to me. Or with the proper persuasion, 
a great aid to my cause. The world will know me, but they will not believe. They will fear me, and yet not guard against me. What more could I ask? The lean figure stood up from his seat, walked over to where his host sat, and placed his finger on the typescript. I must be on my way, young man. But uh, before I leave, if I may offer one other suggestion, your title, The Undead, is rather lackluster. He smiled, and a shape white <clears throat> and a sharp white teeth glistened in the firelight. Perhaps it is just a vanity on my part, but I believe you should call it simply Dracula. Without waiting for a rejoinder, the figure vanished from the room. Mm, that's it. And I'm pretty sure it'll take off and everyone will know its name. Sorry, I can help myself. <clears throat> no, no, uh, this one is a Reddit story called The Presage of Horror. It's written by Dungeon Marshall about three months ago. A while ago, I asked for their permission to narrate it at some point, which I do have permission for. And uh, here we are. I'm narrated twice. Um, I mean... On the live stream, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, you have a third time. <laughs> so basically, it's it's basically a warped little history story of what if the story of Dracula is real, but he had the, he is the one that had a hand in the writing. Uh, that's not the first time I've actually heard of that theory. It's yeah, I know. If it, yeah, I think it's a pretty wide known theory, but you know what? It's there, a fun one. There's another one, or there's a book series I read where there's three different kinds of vampires, and <clears throat> Dracula is being one specifically, and the enemies of those vampires made him write the book on a how to kill these types of vampires, so everyone knew. <laughs> that one I did. Hmm. Uh, that uh, one me. Okay. Yes, no. Hey, Pasta channel, welcome. Hi, hi. <laughs> Uh, I've, I've said this uh, uh, type this uh, series many times. It's called the Dresden Files. It's one of my favorite uh, authors. It's Jim Butcher, and he he's I think it's eighteen books in now. It's like if you're getting into it, you're really getting into it. But it's really well done, and there's a lot of foreshadowing of what's to come. But one of them is when he meets vampires and he realizes that Dracula is basically just a how to kill a certain type of the vampires, which is why there's not many of them left anymore because everyone knows how to kill them and what their weaknesses are. Uh, creepypasta, there's a TV show of it? There was, and it's terrible. Wife, welcome wife. She understands it, don't worry. She is not my wife. <laughs> hmm. Sorry, I won't say that again. And I was uh, thanking our cast for the claps. Yes. And who is not your wife? Uh, Beth is not my wife, but she will always be wife. <laughs> she understands. Don't worry about it. 
See, usually when people say that to me, I have to worry about it. <laughs> uh, so another narrator's wife. And he always referred to his wife. So we all do that now. Or at least the people who know him. <laughs> it's not my fault. I don't make the rules. I just follow them. Even though it's my channel and I can make the rules. <laughs> I just go with the flow, man. Yes. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen I haven't... you in so long, Beth. I bet you've been busy, though. Truly iconic. I <laughs> yeah, we. I used to play uh, Among Us uh, with a bunch of different narrators, and she was the wife of one of them, and she always joined us, too. So <clears throat> he would always oh. yell that. Among Us sounds so old now. Uh, it was it just me. It was the thing to play back then. I mean, I played it for like five minutes according to Steam. <laughs> uh, I played it probably... How many times did we play it? Probably a day's worth altogether. Because we used to play it for hours on end. I have questions about this rock death. Is, um, <laughs> we don't talk about the rock. <laughs> I was never part of the rock. We're talking about <coughs> it, and you're thinking about it, so. <laughs> yes, there, there was a place called Fuck Rock. Uh, I never was part of Fuck Rock. I was always off in the corner watching said Fuck Rock until everyone got killed because they were being idiots. Ow. <laughs> hey, life's, life's weird like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Fine. It's fine. fine. Don't look into it. It's fine. Don't worry. We're adults here. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, it's called Smudge Rock. <laughs> we can swear this far into it, so I don't care. And like I say, my channel is not for children in any way, shape, or form. Never will be. I, I narrate for adults and older teenagers. I think the youngest I want to see is like maybe a 16 listening to my stuff, and that's about it. And all you older teenagers, you're tolerated. <laughs> Nah, I'm probably cringy to teenagers. Ugh. I have my line. I'm cringy to myself. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, where were we again? Uh, I was about to narrate. Just one second, though. Right. Alright, I'm good. I said a cough. <clears throat> I didn't want to cough on stream. Because I'm a lady, I think, maybe. Who knows? Today you can be anything. I plan to be a bazillionaire. I was thinking of a traffic light, but that's actually far more <laughs> awesome. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't have to do anything. This is this is literally all I do, just for fun. That was the case. <clears throat> all right. Being a traffic light? No, being a bazillionaire. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. No, I like so narrating and doing this stuff. This is actually something I enjoy doing. <clears throat> Alright, uh, so this one's a paranormal story, guys. Hunter and Port. Mm, sorry. Hunter and Port, Port, ancient giant presence in Papua New Guinea. 
by John Peppy. Hello everyone, hello Reddit. Over the festive season, my daughter persuaded me to post one of my stories from my early years on your platform. To be completely frank with you, some of the questions I'm about to raise here are still bothering me to this day. So, anyway. So, the story is about hunting. At the time, I was 17 and lived in Papua New Guinea, a large Afrin... <clears throat> Apol... Uh, uh, in southern western Pacific Ocean. My... It's a... It's... Aptopathico. That word. Uh, my parents were French, but I was born in Papua New Guinea, and I spent my entire childhood surrounded by native Papians. <clears throat> I considered them my brothers, and they considered me one of theirs. One of my friends was a boy my age called Cam. He lived in my neighborhood and we were in the same class for a long time, so we were very close. I say were because we haven't seen each other in a very long time. He and I shared a passion for hunting and fishing. We spent our weekends in lush woods behind my house uh, uh, chasing small prey and birds. I've amassed an enormous number of memories of and hunting stories and this experience as <clears throat> and experience as many laughed out loud moments as painful and frightening ones we've also gathered a lot of experience and equipment during these hunting trips the peak of the experience the real trophy was a big prey and in particular the deers but they were rare in the small woods that bo bordered our neighborhood, and we barely ever saw any. To find one, you really had to go deep into the jungle. So during the holidays, we'd ask Cam's big brother to give us a lift on his 4x4, and he'd accompany us on our ex <clears throat> expedition into the prehistoric flora and fauna. This time, Cam's older brother had guided us to a hunting area I'd never into before. We arrived very early in the morning, armed and equipped ourselves, and set off into the jungle in silence. To describe the atmosphere, the inside of the jungle was like a burning oven. We were forced to wear nothing but our underwear because it was so hot. There was also extremely humid, with drops of condensation falling from the trees even if it wasn't raining and the ground was made slimy sticky mud <clears throat> not to mention all the insects and vegetation that constantly irritated our skin hell on earth but it was really fun we could also hear the monkeys calling and the birds singing through the forest there was never a moment of silent silence we concentrated on listening to the animals' footsteps, following their tracks in the mud, picking up any dung we came across, and visually observing our surroundings. That day, we wanted to go deeper into the jungle. To my surprise, my two friends took an admirable long detour that made no sense to me as we were wasting time and energy when the primar primary forest was particular. Uh, particularly imp impractical, but I thought they knew the area better than I did and that the landscape I was seeing was magnificent, so I didn't say anything. After four or maybe five hours of walking, 
we came to a watering hole, which looked like heavenly-like swamp. It was a good sign, so we stopped, had a drink, and then hid, rifles in hand. After 50, 40 minutes of silence, maybe perhaps an hour, a pair of deer approached near the watering hole. Feeling the excitement and adrenaline pumping, I, I, slowed my head, I slowed my heart rate and took aim at the buck. Then the three of us fired in chorus. It made a terrifying bang, a triple rifle sound that instantly struck deep into the prey. All the animals in the vicinity scuffled off and all the local birds flew away. All the animals in the vicinity flew and fled and all the local... Oops. Um, I'm not an animal uh, sadist or violence isn't my favorite thing about hunting, but I have to admit that seeing the deer fall into our hands gave us great joy. Then we tied up the animal's legs to carry it to the 4x4, but instead of taking the most direct way and chipping through the area we avoided at the inbound, Cam headed off to the direction of the detour. I argued that there was no point and that we were wasting our time. Then Cam responded with a bewildered answer. He said, Our tradition forbids us from passing through those lands because it's here that our ancestors killed the last giant. His tone was serious and solemn, his eyes betraying neither lies nor humor. I didn't try to argue any further and we headed back to the 4x4 via the detours. At the time, I was really surprised by the mysterious response, but then I was able to restrain it for another story I heard from another native Pop Papua Guinean, Vila, the sister of a friend of mine. As part of her job, she had terraform a panel of land that was in the forest in order to build a house. When she and her team were excavating the ground to build the foundation, they made an uh, <clears throat> they made an outstanding discovery: four human skeletons, the largest over five meters tall. Naturally, they called in a, a person from France. Scientists and soldiers arrived in a hurry the next day. They strictly forbid access to the area to anyone who wanted to go near. A few days later, the scientists left, taking the bones with them and assuring Velia that the other witnesses and the other witnesses that the incident had never happened. That's all I have to say. I haven't managed to get to the bottom of the mystery, which the islanders find hard to talk about. I've done a bit of research into them, and this, and some of the legends claim that those these giants were the results of crossbreeding between human races and another race known as the Nordics, the tall bonds and and something of the Bibles. Do what you like with this information. Also, I've never seen any giants myself, but the people around me believe in it very hard and the legends circulate. Anyway, dig into the subject if you like. I'll be happy to answer any questions you may have in the comment section below. And that's the end of that one. Red. I thought it was an interesting one, so I asked for it. 
I know they found they found some weird stuff every so often here and there, so. I mean, I know a guy that finds weird stuff in his belly button too, so. <laughs> I, I mean, if you find skeletons too. Hopefully not in his belly button. Uh, I I'd have some questions myself if he had uh, skeletons up in there. Skeletons in your belly button. It actually makes a lot of sense to come think of it that if he had those. <laughs> skeletons in your belly button. I don't, I don't know what that says. I don't know what that says about him, but. Um... <laughs> it, it says that he doesn't eat right because, you know. Your belly button's not connected to anything anymore. That's useless. It really is. Technically. It had a use. I'm so, I'm so sure some people are thinking about themselves like, alright, she read something and how did he devolve this to belly buttons? <laughs> uh, it's a mystery. A mystery. It's a mystery. There is only lint in my jelly. Apparently, says, uh... Fair enough. Fair enough. It's fair. Yeah. No, I... I technically, uh, apparently he, he retracted that statement, but it's too late. It has been read, September. Um... It's been read out loud. It's on the live stream. <laughs> there is no taking anything back anymore, September. Uh, what was I gonna say? How they... They find, they've swabbed people's belly buttons and like find like the weirdest bacteria in them too. Your belly buttons. Yeah, you, you, you can't see it, but I'm looking very suspiciously at my belly button. <laughs> that is um, not news I needed to hear. Apparently he meant to say there's only lint in my belly button and some bacteria. Because everyone has bacteria in their belly button. I can't think of a jelly button actually sounds nice too. Yes. Or is that just me? I mean, jelly button, if you're, you're big enough, I mean, it would be a jelly button. I mean, technically, that would be what Santa has. He has a jelly button. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It, it has been deemed as such. <clears throat> now I want to write a story where somebody has to talk about yeah. his jelly button for some reason. Make a creepy pasta out of the jelly button. <laughs> the jelly button. The real reason Krampus exists is to feed the jelly button. The place where Slenderman throws the children in. Sl Slenderman was such a cool idea, and then it went like way too far. I love the original idea where it was just the guy that photoshopped like basically this tall slender bean into um, into old pictures. That was really cool. And now now it's just like, uh, whatever. Uh, they gave it lore. Ugh. Well, the problem is they gave it lore, and then they took away lore, and then you had those kids who thought he was real and tried to sacrifice their own little... their own uh, friend. That was a little... Yeah, that was... Oh, uh, that was nasty. That was... Uh, uh. I think they both uh, end up going to psycho psychiatric help after that. Like I actually uh, did a I actually did a video on Slenderman mm -hmm. on the actual creepy pasta post, and I I was I was a little on the fence because I also heard of what happened there. I was like, eh, is that like controversial or not? 
No, because it it wasn't anyone posting about Slenderman that was the problem. It's these girls had something wrong with their brains. I'm starting to believe. Oh no, no, they're, oh, no they're scrambled in the head. I I know. Yeah, a little scramble in the head there, but uh, yeah. I'm very happy they failed in their mission. But that little that little girl found someone to help her, so. Uh, she's gonna live with it though. Ah, uh, yeah. But I Imagine. mean, I mean, were they friends? I thought they were yeah, friends, right? Yeah, they were. They were friends. Imagine yeah. if your two best friends basically uh, go, "Hey, wanna go uh, into the forest with us? We have something fun played out." Pretty much. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, back like when you're a little kid, what else do you have to do? You, you don't want to head out of the house. You want to go in the forest and have fun and do stupid things. I totally get. <clears throat> but I grew up where there was like forests everywhere, so. Yeah, that would that would not have worked for you. You want to go in the forest? Yeah, all right. North, south, west, east. There's forest everywhere. <laughs> where do you want to go? We're in the forest, technically. We are already in the forest, you know. <laughs> we are the forest. Becomes a tree. Becomes an elf. <laughs> that would explain nothing. That would explain nothing. What else? No? Huh. No, I just meant that, like you about you. I was going to make a joke that it explains everything about you, but no, it doesn't explain anything. Alright, you, right, you can just go become a tree and basically go, <laughs> Why not? I don't want me a tree. They'll call you 42 beard instead of tree beard. <laughs> 42 beard? 42 leaf. Oh, yes, that's a good one. <laughs> 42 leaves. I can only have 42 leaves at one time. Any more than that, it's too many. One too few, one too many. Never. It's 42. Yeah. 42 at all times, 24 7. Apparently, September drew, grew up on a farm surrounded by large wood areas. I cannot tell if that's um, either utterly horrifying or <laughs> if that's nice to live in. I think nice. Nice. Um, he, he lives in America. He's fine. Oh, all right. That's all right. Guns, he, right? Uh, sure. I just meant that there's lots and lots of forests in North America. Oh. <clears throat> Tons. Too, yeah. And I live in Canada, where we have more lakes than the rest of the whole world does put together. <laughs> oh, you live in the woods now. Hmm. Yes, he, he went and he, he moved 20 feet that way and built a, a cabin in the woods. I don't know if that's true, but that would explain the horde of books he has. I'm gonna lie, that's actually, that sounds actually nice. Yeah. I live in a city, so I have... I wish I had that kind of silence so I can write too. My god, I've been putting it off for two years. Ah, I don't like living in the middle of nowhere. I like society, I guess. I like the internet and um, the chaos, I guess. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, I don't mind the internet too, don't get me wrong, but sometimes <laughs> you come the come, you come nah. See, uh, sometimes you encounter the weirdest and most cringy things on it that I just need to put it off for like an hour or something. <coughs> okay, that's, that's enough for today. Let's put this off. 
Let's just not do that. That sounds better. <laughs> not deal with the weirdos and the creepos and the psychos. I haven't touched Omegle in over 15 years, and I'm proud of that. Haven't touched a what? Omegle. Nope, you haven't heard? Oh, I never touched Omegle in my whole life. Yeah, that's praise yourself, Loki. Yeah, I, I've seen videos about Omegle, and I'm like, so you just random people. That seems like a bad idea. I've been on the internet too long where that seems like a good idea. <clears throat> Plus the city is 20 minutes away. Alright, that's actually not the bad September. He's that nice spot where he's not like in the city, but he's not so far from the city that, you know, when you run out of things, you're, you're too far away to get anything. I get that. Right. See, that's a little different from um, my mother. So my mother lives in Norway. And I'm not saying that she lives in the middle of nowhere. But she absolutely lives in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> middle of nowhere? Like, if you want to say hello to your neighbors, you have to send smoke signals. <laughs> That's why you have to have a fireplace, so you can send those smoke signals. Duh. That's how you can tell that your neighbor over five miles away is home. <laughs> the smoke coming out of the chimney. Why does that me think of the German story? You have to be specific. German story. <clears throat> so there's a lot. Um, there was a house. I think it's before even World War One. Uh, where no one realized the family had been murdered a week before because there was uh, smoke coming out of the chimney. Oh. They had theorized that the the guy who killed them stayed in their house and fed their their uh, farm animals too. Uh, for a few days after he killed everyone, so they never they never figured out who did it. All right, as you do, I mean, before World War One, you said. I think so. It was either before World War One or just after World War One. It was like the early 1900s. It's a very interesting yeah. story. They all got killed in the. Um, barn house or the garage or something. They all got lured into this one specific spot and got killed. That's where they found the bodies. You know what? I don't know. It kind of reminds me. Um, have you seen The Nun? No. no Alright, so again, praise yourself lucky. Either <laughs> way, there's the... <laughs> Either way, there's this uh, scene in The Nun that basically takes place around that and people start dying. It's, it's in a flashback. Mm-hmm. And I, now I'm wondering if that story that you're thinking of directly inspired that scene or not. It's very possible. It's a infamous, infamous uh, story. So I've heard it. I've heard like three or four different podcasts cover it before. The only reason we talk about happy things, unicorns, and rainbows around here. No, no, that's against the rules. Uh, I'm a horror narrator. We don't talk about good things. We talk about horror and and scary things. Duh. Mm. I don't be creeped out. Exactly. 42, bring you random facts of things she remembers. And make sure they're scary. I mean, the thought of... The thought of, like, Noah realizing you're dead for, like, a week. 
and one of the major reasons was uh <clears throat> something to do with the mail not being taken in like it should have like also the dad was like an iron like he was one of those people who had like real control over his family and like his daughter had gotten pregnant gave birth to a kid and the dad wasn't in the picture for whatever reason <clears throat> I, I listened to it like a long time ago so I can't remember the details anymore might have to look it up myself though that's interesting horrible yes but interesting I believe it was Germany Chilean story yeah this is it <clears throat> As a, as a Belgian, it wouldn't surprise me if that came from uh, Germany at all. There's some scary people in Germany. Yeah. Uh, 35 year old. Uh, so. It was home of a 35 year old, her two children, 7 year old, and a 2 year old, as well as her elderly parents. <clears throat> so she. Uh, the family was known for keeping to themselves. Still, neighbors grew concerned on April 1st of 1922 when uh, one of them was missing from school and the entire family failed to show up for church. That's right, they failed up for church and that's when they, they were worried. Uh, was missing school again on April 3rd and then the mail for the family had begun to pile up at the local postal office. On April the 4th, the family neighbors decided to investigate. A farmer who lived nearby <clears throat> led the search party. When they discovered the likely haunted them for the rest of their life, in the barn, the search party found the bodies. It was in the barn, in the hay. And they found the two-year-old. And the maid who had just... The other maid had just left... Because she was hearing odd sounds in the house. And this maid was literally had like. It had been the day or two that she had ever worked there. And she was murdered. Well then. Yeah. No, there's a reason why this story is so like famous. It's because of just like. The one. The maid left because she was hearing noises in the house. New maid came in. Um. The fact that all the bodies were in the barn and had been killed there, so they were lured into the bon barn on top of that. <clears throat> I mean, it is kind of interesting, though. And I never did solve it. So, yeah, 1922 is when it happened. So it was after World these War One. These real-life mysteries, though, that's, that's the kind of thing that really makes you think, like, what's out there of Google? that we had who or what is out there. You never know. Might be a demon, might be a disgruntled neighbor, might be the mate lying, who knows. <coughs> like the one thing that um, I seem to remember vividly um, the first time I was in touch with paranormal stories was the story of the Diablo Diablo Pass? Something like that? The Devil's Pass in Russian. Now that was that was a weird little thing to we to read about. Don't know if you're familiar. No, I'm not. <clears throat> so basically, this uh, group of friends or students, they uh, went hiking in a notorious pass where people go missing. Um, they were missing for a few days to weeks. The, the Russian army was eventually called to search the premises. 
and they found, I think, like three of the hikers, one of them completely naked and mold. Yeah, Ooh. we've passed. Yes, thank yes. you, Nico. Yes, I remember this one now. Now that you mention it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, seen that he ran out of the tent, like he had to rip the tent open to get out of Yes. It. No one, they think it's because of hypothermia. Because when you, when you get so cold, you actually start to overheat. You right. start to yeah. feel like you're overheating. So they theorize that these, these, these teenagers got so cold that they thought that they were too hot and started stripping off their clothes. And yeah, the fact that they cut out of the tent was weird because they, they didn't open the door. They like cut it open. It was. Yeah. That's just like they were in a real rush to get out. Like, nah, that's like, why don't you just do this at the man? But oh, you're also stripping off your clothes, so at that point your mind's not fully thinking properly. And if they were th that cold, they, their brains might not have been properly thinking at that point. They also theorize that maybe they got <clears throat> hit by uh, radiation too. Yeah, I heard something about that the military was doing experiments, but I'm not sure if that were a nuclear experiment. I think they would have... No, we'll never know. Side. We'll never know the SSR fell. And this was during the SSR. USSR. Uh, yeah, Iron, Iron Curtain. We'll yes, know. that Iron Curtain was very well that strong. We it, that we know this much already is like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know more than we, we normally would. And I'll uh, check out that story that you sent, Nico. He used chat GPT. Just for fun. So I'll check it out. The sin. Yeah. I've used ChatGPT before, but that was more for, uh, uh, I, I grabbed a story and then I realized when I was reading it that the, uh, the punctuation and the spacing was really bad. So I just used it to, uh, clarify the, uh, basically just edit it. So it was more readable for my brain. Right. <clears throat> it seriously helped though. Like it, it did the proper paragraphing for me and like put all the punctuations that were missing. So instead of me spinning... It took me probably like five to ten minutes. It took Chappy T like thirty seconds, if that. So just sped up the process a little bit. I never used it to write anything though, but I I could maybe for uh, April Fools use Chappy T. Hey, hello, Patricio. Welcome. I was just looking at it going. I don't even know how we're gonna pronounce that. Probably would have just said uh, Pat. It's an Italian name. <laughs> Don't say Pat. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Truth be told, I only know English, and that's just by luck. <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> only reason, reason I can speak English is because I was born speaking English. Kind of. <clears throat> to learn. I tried to learn other languages. I, uh, because of my dyslexia, it's very hard for me to learn any other languages. Oh, you know <laughs> what? A, what is a fun language to learn? Dutch. <laughs> right. Are we talking German? Oh no 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 no. Dutch. No actual Dutch. Okay. Because I know that Germans call the when they say it, it's Dutch, but it's like Dutch. Uh, yeah, I was about to say Germans <clears throat> like Dutch. Which really, to an English speaker, sounds like Dutch all over again. 
<clears throat> I know they are slightly. It is a slightly different pronunciation. I mean, that's that, I mean, that's for English speakers. Huh? Come on. Yeah, and what am I? An English speaker? Duh. Yeah, I. That's a, that's a you problem. That's. that's I live in North America. We're the center of the universe. Wow. <clears throat> wow. The entitlement <laughs> just sprang out of my screen. Thank you. <laughs> Europe. Pff, all news. We had empires, <laughs> damn you. <laughs> yeah, and then you burn them to the ground. <laughs> so it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> for, yeah, for, for, for funs and giggles. I it's know. Fun. You should try it. Arson no, is fun. I'm good. <laughs> Arson's fun. Don't take that advice, Chris. Uh, all opinions of my guests are not the opinions of this channel. <laughs> and might not be opinions of their own channel. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna double down. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> I tried to keep you in out, man. I tried. It's gonna be my new motto instead of never. Uh, and yeah, it's gonna be my new motto. Arson's fun. Try it. <laughs> Trademark by Doctor Tormund. <laughs> Arson's fun. You should try it sometime. Uh, unless it's your own house. Don't don't do that. Do someone else's especially house. Do, especially do that. You have to start somewhere. No, it's a bad idea because then you have to, you don't get the, um, the insurance if you do it yourself. So, so burn someone else's house down. Just don't count it. Don't, just don't get caught. Don't count it. Don't just, get caught. Just say some maniac was in your house and be like, oh, I'm going to burn the thing <laughs> It works. Trust me, I'm a scientist. Uh, Nico says that Dutch is not German, and he's right. I know it's not. I'm just saying it sounds. I meant the pronunciation sounds right. No, there are different languages. I'm so happy I know both languages that I can read this. <laughs> uh, look, I. It's really funny when you hear someone speaking German, and every so often, like I know what that word is. I know what that word is. What the hell are you speaking? <laughs> it's not English. Trust me, the first time I heard German words, um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend, yeah, it was weird. Basically, someone was calling for an ambulance, and when you first hear Krankenwagen over the phone, <laughs> it, it sounds weird. Uh, it's very funny uh, how, uh, in fact, I don't it, even know that's, that's the correct German. It's not, not, even, a yeah, not even a Dutch, it's Krankenwagen, it's weird. It's correct German. Um... It's good enough. It's, it's it's readable German, Nico. If a German person were to read this, they'd understand. I think. I hope. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we we don't. We're not German here. We're not German. We're not part of the Dutch. Dutch. I'm also not Dutch. What's in the two français? She took French. I had to take French too, but that's because I'm Canadian and that is part of our curriculum. We do not have a choice in the matter. <clears throat> you have to take it till grade eight. Unless we I've changed the rule. Basically the same rule in Flanders. We have to, uh, we are, French is a mandatory thing in school, but on the French side of Belgium, it's optional to, to learn Dutch. So, you know, fun times. 
is a convoluted political system. I'm not going to delve into that. It's a horror on its own. Well, I bet you if I was talking about Quebec, I bet you learning English is probably not something that's forced on them, but we have to learn French. Ah. So I get that. I'm not... Don't take my word on it. I will not step foot in Quebec. It's kind of dank, Nico. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm flaunting with my German right now, you were saying? <laughs> Saying I won't step foot in Quebec. It's the uh, French part of Canada. Yeah, I prefer not. Well, and it's yes. also they don't even speak like real French. They speak uh, Quebecois, so it's it's different than what's the word uh, francophone? I think is what if it's there from is, France. There's a there's a word that it's in my that's in my head right now, but I don't want to use it. Jolly French. Because that's what Quebecois no. is. I mean, this is actually from uh, some Canadians that I happen to know on my server, by the way. But they consider Quebecian French as bastardized French. Yes, it is. Yeah, no, hundred percent. They uh, people from Quebec haven't been in France for like three hundred years, I think, at this point, because uh, France didn't even want them back. <laughs> Because it was, it was a French territory here, and then, uh, then England took it after, I think, I think shortly after the Civil War, or not Civil War, the uh, fight of independence from the States. Right. Because <clears throat> shortly after that, uh. France pulled out of the New World. They sold uh, Louisiana, they sold, they got rid of Quebec, and so basically... There was a point where they just didn't want anyone back, so they got stuck here. And Quebec has a very strong opinion on everyone in Quebec should speak French, and if it's got an English name or a different language, it must be translated into French. But no, the rest of Canada doesn't force that on people. You can have a French name uh, company here and be perfectly fine, or Italian or Spanish or whatever you want, but in Quebec it has to be French. That sounds extremely familiar to the to the language situation around here. It's because they believe if they don't do that, that uh, because barely anyone in this country speaks French, that they will lose their um, history or some bullshit. I'm, I'm not like I said. I'm not the biggest fan of Quebec. There's a lot of stuff that Quebec does that's just kind of messed up. And I will never move to that province. You could not pay me to move to that province. All right. So what if I <clears throat> offered you a million, though? No, we'll not move to that. I would have to it's one. I would have to learn French. I'd have to learn French, for one. And no, you can pay a translator. <laughs> a million dollars be gone very quickly. Also, it's one of the more expensive provinces to live in Canada. So a million dollars would not go very far there. And All right, one <clears throat> one million and one cent. Uh, we don't have pennies here, so... <laughs> oh yeah, we got rid of pennies a long time ago. I think we got rid of pennies... Oh god, it's yeah, been over a decade. That... My god, that sounds amazing. Yeah, we don't have to count the one cents anymore. Everything gets rounded up to five. I think New Zealand got rid of theirs first, and they actually got rid of the five, too. So now it's everything gets rounded up to the ten there. <clears throat> I, oh should... I should ask her if that's true. He is so happy right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, my OCD is so happy right now. <laughs> I cannot bet. I hate it. I absolutely hate it when I go to the store and I see, like, buy this for 49.99. No. Round it up. Oh, like, and the, the, do you... Up, you... Okay, is your prices there um, taxes included or is tax on top? Um, I think included. So yes, if you go get something that says it's two dollars and fifty cents, it's two. You pay two dollars yeah. and fifty cents. <clears throat> North America is not like that. They put the taxes on top of that. So it's on the shelf. It says it's two dollars and fifty cents, and then you gotta pay the taxes after that. I hate it. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's that's. Hmm. Oh no, a lot that's of Europeans stupid. hate that. Whenever they come here, they're that's like, it says it's a dollar. Yeah, but there's taxes. Why did you add it to the price? That's, oh god, that sounds like us. Yeah. yeah no, it, 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 that sounds like us. <clears throat> apparently Sydney wishes they got rid of the penny as well. And yes, yeah. Yeah, Canada and the States are the same on that one. It sucks when you go grocery shopping. You're like, okay, this is $3. Add that into your calculator. Okay, now make sure you add the tax. So really this $150 order has now actually become whatever it's going to be. So every, t every province has different taxes. States, same. <clears throat> Some states have lower, some states have higher. Uh, Canada has GST and PST or HST, depending on what province you're in. I mean, that kind of tracks. We have something similar going on here. Not exactly the same, but yeah, I'm also not an expert on it. I don't really care for it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I would like the fact that if it says it's a dollar, that's what you go pay. Because nothing's a dollar here because you yeah sure it says it's a dollar but you go up there and you gotta pay the taxes i mean i'm actually <clears> happy <throat> that you say this beforehand to me because if i were to go on a vacation to canada now and i didn't know this <laughs> or the states i think my budget would suffer for it yeah oh also if you go uh to a restaurant to eat you must tip it's less harsh in canada but in the states definitely tip a hundred percent tip. That's how they make yeah, their money. They only I've make basically been groomed to do that. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, but in Canada, you can be a lot more lenient because they actually do make minimum wage plus tips. You should still tip, but it's not as detrimental if you don't because in the states, they literally you are paying their wages. If you don't tip, they they don't they they make two dollars and fifty cents an hour there. It's so bad. I was uh, just reading Nico's comment here. We have the same thing in Belgium, basically. So uh, if the delivery guy or, say, the server at a restaurant, they actually get paid a fair amount of wage, but the tipping is completely optional. Like, if they did an exceptional good service, he has a little bit of extra for, I don't know, we call it drinking money where I'm from. <laughs> That's fair, though. I get that. But yeah, in in... In Canada and the States, the States is where it came from, where basically during the Great Recession, they they were, before that, paying them properly. And then to cut costs in restaurants, they started basically making the uh, customers pay their staff, was basically what it was. <clears throat> it was, it, it's a more of a newer thing, and it needs to stop. I would rather pay more for my food then have to sit there going, okay, so I get to choose whether or not you eat tonight. So hold on one second. Just figure out what I can afford. 
Like, oh, you go there and you buy a $15 burger. By the time you leave, you're paying $20 to $25, depending on what you're tipping, because you got to get pop and all that stuff too, right? It's just, <clears throat> I'd rather just pay more. And the truth be told, how much they're charging for food a lot of the times, they really could be passing more on to the poor servers. <clears throat> but a lot of people don't realize that, you know, I was like, well, why is it so expensive? Well, you gotta pay for your tip, you gotta, you gotta pay for your, your servers, your hostess, your bartenders, your cooks, your dishwasher, to keep the electricity on, to keep the manager in, and pay for the rent of the building. All that adds up, and then the food and everything else on top of all that stuff. So, of course, it's gonna cost more because the overhead's more. It makes sense what you think of that. <clears throat> That, I guess, very confusing and convoluted very fast. Yes. But a lot of people have flat out said, especially in the States, because it's gotten so bad there, that people would just pay more for food if they didn't have to worry about the tips. Because there, the minimum you can tip is 15%. Realistically speaking, you should be paying 20 to 25 And then it's whether or not you pay before the taxes or after the taxes. And it becomes like this big fight. <clears throat> reading Nico's comment. Yeah, I basically have the same rule yeah. here. Basically, yeah. So yeah. there's also this nice little place that I used to order from a lot um, <clears throat> at the previous city I used to live. Mm -hmm. And it's always a, it was also always the same guy. And at some point, I was just like, you know what? Here, have a 10. And it just kept building up because every time uh, he came by, we had a little chat for five minutes at the door. Like, hey, how are the kids? Something like that. Yeah. Kind of became a friend, and I then I started to realize, am I paying to have a friend over? <laughs> well, you're also paying for the food. I mean, that too. But, but I mean... It was, it, was a, it was a nice man. It was a nice man. You might also be looking forward to the conversation, which is a good thing, though. Like, that's also a selling feature. Usually, I order 21 pounds. Yeah, um, same here. So, usually when I order either for myself, which can be around 15 euros, don't know how much it is in pounds. You, yeah, you do the math yourself. <laughs> For me, it's like fifteen euros, and if I have a guest or some guests over, let's say, twenty-five to forty euros. And I don't know why I have this in my head, but if I tip people, it should be more than the order. So I'm basically cutting myself on my arm there. Like, all right, you're bringing me an order of twenty euros. You're bringing me an order of 20 euros. Have a 30 for a tip. I don't know no, where that came I don't know where that came I from. No That's... One, no no one's expecting that. that. <laughs> That's a little extreme. I, I just, yeah, I, it's me. <laughs> You're broken. I'm broken. <laughs> That's fine. You, you, you're part but, of this uh, community. I do, I do have a friend that, uh, that kept telling me Oh, well, basically, if we are ordering in, he basically keeps me um, in line for that. <laughs> he takes your money away like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, like, we go both downstairs and the man, here's the weird thing, the man thinks we're a couple by now. <laughs> and um, we go downstairs and he just keeps looking at my wallet that I don't take out more than what the, than the order is worth. I take out a ten. I look at him. He nods, and I give the and I give him the ten uh, euro tip. That does sound like you're a couple. Yes, I can see why he thinks you're a couple. <laughs> yeah, 
And it doesn't help. Um, the thing is, one time the driver actually asked me, like, Hey, are you cheating? <laughs> like, Come again. You're not wearing a ring. He was wearing a ring. Uh, um, um, don't tell him. So yeah, I was basically playing along. <laughs> he still doesn't know. <laughs> he watches the stream. I knew it! They were not a couple! They were playing me this whole time! If he shows up, if he shows up, I'm so, so, so sorry, Johnny. I'm so sorry. Not doing it on purpose, I promise. I mean, I did it on purpose. That's why it's a joke, but yeah, <laughs> sorry. This is funny. Are you cheating? No. <laughs> yeah, just a friend of mine who happened to be married. He happens to be married. I don't happen to be married. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <sighs> That's funny, though. That, that's pretty hilarious. I always on our line and include the tip and then text me when it's here and just drop at the front door. Yep. Never see anyone then. Yep. Same thing here. Yep. I I, so, I do not I'm do so, the whole. I'm so happy when that happens. So happy. They've gone uh, ever since uh, the plague hit. A lot of contact, contactless deliveries is a big thing now. Because before that, I used to meet the the people at the door, but now I just don't because it's just safer. And truth be told, I doubt they really want to have a conversation with you either. They just want to get back in their car and go back to delivering. Oh yeah, definitely. That's how they make like, their money. Unfortunately, I don't have that choice because uh, the way my apartment building is set up, um, how to say, it used to be a farm. Mm -hmm. And um, that means the front gates, somebody rings it, and I have to come from the quote-unquote second building downstairs. Because when I say come to the stairs, there are three stairs they can go to. It's confusing as hell. So I have to go and meet them. That's fair. Yeah, that and... Because they won't. They will not. For the life of them, they will not look where your door is and leave the food. No. And truth be told, with apartments, it's always different. Tr apartment buildings don't really want random people in them, anyways. Imagine one of my neighbors be like, "Oh yeah, I'm he. Give it to me." Exactly. Or they drop it off at your door, and then you like. You're not home. Yeah, exactly. Actually, my neighbor right. next door had her groceries show up, and I felt so bad for the delivery guy because he's standing there waiting for them to take it in, and it's, I'm looking and going, "Their car's not here. They're they're not here. <laughs> like, you're just gonna have to leave, buddy." And when he pulled up, he was so hopeful that we were them. I'm like, "Nope, we just went grocery shopping mm. of our own groceries. Um, that's not us, buddy." I know you. Do I know you? No, man, but uh, that's mine. Should have totally just walked up and like, oh yeah, these are totally ours. We'll just take them over to this house. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry hey. about it. Uh, I'll let you read one more story. You can pick what you want to read. Your paranormal, yeah. let's not meet, or fictional if you want. Uh, let me have a look at you. Find a story. Super duper spooky story. So much safe right now. Oh god. Uh, I'm just looking at how many. Actually, it's not terrible. Got a lot of let's not meets though. I need to read more. I need to do Ooh, a I, video. I thought this was a. I thought this was short. No, it's 
definitely not short. Yeah, um. Let's try to make it under a 10 minute read. Under a 10 minute read. I think I have one. No, no, wrong button. <laughs> I'm the lover organized, I promise. Wrong lover! <laughs> Sorry, that's what goes to my head. Why do we even have that lover? Is that from Emperor Ku Yes. The it Emperor's is, New right? Groove. The Emperor's yep. New Groove. Yep. Which that movie almost didn't happen. It's very funny. I mean, it was hilarious. Oh, it was Kronk a good... Is, Kronk, Kronk, Kronk is a mood. He's well, a spirit animal. That whole movie was good. Are you... Seriously, I just watched <laughs> Kronk, man. I mean... And I was uh, last... And I only noticed last year that Kronk's basically the same um, dude that plays Joe from Family Guy. Yep. I had no idea all this time. Like, hmm... I know this. Right, I found something here okay. called the Human King. <laughs> it sounds weird, but um, I only gave it a glance. <clears throat> Last year I found a hole in the public records. Almost 200 people missing. 40 government officials. A two-story state-owned building is unaccounted for. One entire prison disappeared overnight. There's nothing about it. A black hole of information. Over the last year, I tried to investigate the matter, up until last week, and I gained nothing. I tried to interview the families of the missing prisoners. They shut their doors at my face and told me to go away. They seemed afraid. I wanted to keep the story my own, so I had <clears throat> so I had to do my own groundwork without connections. My one remaining option was to investigate the missing prison on my own. Travel was difficult. The prison was in the middle of a harsh desert and the road to it was blocked off. By the time I got to the site, the sun had gone down, but even in the dim evening twilight, I could see what they had done. The site was razed to the ground. A few charred walls and pillars still stood in the back, but the roof had caved entirely. Burnt wood and ash littered the floor, and the old building's upper skeleton covered everything else. Stepping, <clears throat> Stepping around the site, I took pictures. The brief flash lit up the ash floor and graffitied walls. The red eyes of rats peeked out from the rubble. I could see they were hungry. After one hour, I found the cellar door. Hidden behind the back walls, the metal doors were rusted and burned. Holes, <clears throat> holes peered into the darkness below. There were no locks on the outside. Two words were scrolled onto them. Human King. This was where my story lay buried. This was where it all went wrong. I tried the doors, but they wouldn't open. Locked from the inside. Unthinking, I started banging the doors. Hello? No one should have called back. But someone did. Who's there? 
I heard a crawling sound, like giant rats scurrying across the floor to meet me. The crawling stopped in front of the door. The raspy voice came again, much closer. Go away. I just wanted to. I stopped when I saw things crawling behind the holes of the door. Across the metal surface, dozens of throbbing red eyes peered out of the holes. They were staring at me. Leave us alone. All we want is to be alone. I stepped away from the door. Don't come back. I walked back to my car. I drove out of there and haven't been back since. I stopped all investigations into the matter. I don't want to think about it, but recently I've been forced to. The photos came back. There were things I couldn't see in the dark. There were body parts on the ground, hidden under the rubble. Rat kings painted onto the walls. <clears throat> Rat kings painted onto the walls. Something happened to the prisoners. Something horrible. And now... They want to be alone. So that's basically it. Uh, the what I gathered from this story is it's basically you know what a rat king is. Uh, a rat that rules all the other kings like makes. I've heard it before. Um, so the term that we use it for is basically if rats tails get entangled with each other and they get grouped up right yes so it's basically that but with a bunch of humans so think yeah. of them as in molten skins and sticking together like that like literally a ball of human bodies i'm good i'm good i don't need to think of that it's bad the rat tails being all tangled up is bad enough yeah, so I'm not entirely sure if it's molted or that, um, well, the bones are cracked in together, but uh, yeah, that's basically the human king. Yeah. Uh, Nico, Nico wants me Nico, to... You're really pushing the ChatGPT story, aren't you? I, I've got it up, so um, I can read it, so I'll do that real quick. Off you go. Okay, so uh, this is by Nico. It's a chat. His chat. Chat GPT story <clears throat> called The Jelly Button. Yep. We all can see where this is going. In a small forgotten town nestled between the towering pines, there lived a man who was unlike any other. His name was Chris Kringle, but the locals knew him as Santa Claus. Every Christmas Eve, he would travel across the world in his magical sleigh, bringing joy and gifts to all the good children. However, beneath the rosy cheeks and hearty laugh, Santa Claus harbored a dark secret. Legend had it that instead of a regular, regular belly button, Santa possessed a mysterious and unsettling feature known as the jelly button. It was said to be a prostuding, generous mass that squirmed and withered beneath his crimson coat. No one dared to speak of it openly for fear of being branded a heretic and end up on Santa Claus's naughty list forever. 
Children in town whispered to each other about the jelly button, sharing eerie tales passing down through generations. Some claimed that it was a gateway to a sinister realm, while others believed it held the souls of those who departed. Displeased Santa. As the stories circulated, an air of unease settled over the town, and the festive spirit of Christmas began to wither. One winter's night, a curious child named Emily couldn't resist the temptation to uncover the truth. Armed with a flashlight and fueled by a mixture of fear and curiosity, she crept into Santa's workshop while the world outside was blanketed in snow. The elves, usually bustling with activity, were eerily still. Emily tiptoed through the workshop, followed, following the faint glow of Santa's jelly button. As she approached, the air grew colder, and the once festive atmosphere turned ominous. The jelly button pulsated with an otherworldly rhythm, casting an eerie glow that illuminated the workshop in unnatural shadows. Suddenly, Santa Claus emerged from the darkness, his eyes glimmering with an otherworldly light. Emily gasped, frozen in fear, as Santa ex extended a gnarly hand towards her. His voice, once jolly, now echoed with an unsettling tone as he whispered, You shouldn't have come here, my dear. The jelly button demands sacrifice. <clears throat> with a wave of his hand, the workshop transformed into a nightmarish dreamscape. Twisted versions of familiar Christmas characters danced in the shadows, their joys replaced with malevolence. Emily tried to escape, but the workshop seemed to stretch endlessly, trapping her within its nightmare. As the jelly button continued to pulsate, Emily felt herself beginning to push, being, being pushed towards it. <clears throat> Pulled towards it, sorry. Her very existence draining away, she pleaded for mercy, but Santa Claus's once kind eyes were now soulless void. The last thing Emily heard was the haunting laughter of the malevolent elves as her world dissolved into darkness. The next morning, the town woke to an eerie silence. Santa Claus and his workshop were gone, leaving behind only whispers of the jelly button and the chilling fa uh, fate that awaited fate that awaited those who dared to seek the truth. And so, Christmas in small town became a summer affair, forever haunted by the memory of Santa Claus's jelly button and the sacrifice it demanded. <laughs> Weirdly enough, that wasn't terrible. <laughs> yeah, I had. I, I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I had to mute myself because I heard myself laughing there. <laughs> oh, I heard you a couple times laughing. <laughs> I, I did not. Ex I did not expect it would be. It's great though. <laughs> I did not expect it would take me off guard like it did. The jelly button. The jelly button demands a sacrifice. <laughs> not wrong though <laughs> if it's bad it's not my fault <laughs> it's just... no it's actually you know what I have read worse I have read much worse that one actually had a very good ending and begin and, and start it almost sound like a troll pasta basically yeah but yeah I mean that's that it has it's it's got the heart of it yes 
I mean, we were making jokes about Jelly Button, so it makes perfect sense. It goes well with this stream, so I'm happy I read it for this. <clears throat> makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Uh, so before we end the stream, was there anything on your channel that you wanted to highlight? Anything coming out um, in the near future, or...? Um, right now I'm working on a video that's coming out tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's a Reddit story called Yummy. It's well over half an hour long, and I will be putting it on a, on a premiere, so there will be a countdown for it. It's a final countdown. Sorry. Other than that, all for the <laughs> HP Lovecraft, which will be a focus. True, I have seen that quite a bit on your channel. And there is, of course, a link down below in the description box for you guys easily to find him, as always, or in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast. This goes later on to a podcast. <clears throat> Hold on. My computer is having a moment. If we could not have the moment, that would be nice. There we go. Smack it. Uh, no. It's been through a lot. <laughs> there it is. <coughs> I just wanted to go to the description box to steal the thing that I grabbed. And it was taking forever. And there's also his link in the uh, chat as well for you guys. You uh, can come and visit me too. Yes, you're also at 1,600 and somewhat subscribers. And I told you it doesn't count until you're at 1,666. I don't make yeah, the rules. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still sad about that. Well, it's because I, you... I was, I, it's I was having my... I, I was having a victory tea. I was like, yes, finally, 1,600. Ah, oh, the grind was worth it. Then I got a notification. <laughs> I can until it's 1,666. You need 60 more. <laughs> you need more, son. Those are rookie numbers. Oh, okay. It is mostly because it said 1606. I'm like, no, no. That zero needs to be a six. Then you're good. <laughs> you know what? Let's, let's just make it six. Let's, make, let's just make it four times six. Fine. <laughs> Why stop at 1,600? <laughs> Well, you always want more. More subscribers mean more people listening. And more people listening means YouTube likes you more? <laughs> Question mark? Question mark? YouTube, do you like me? No. <laughs> you like it? Oh. No, they don't like narrators. Uh, YouTube is not one for promoting narrators. It kind of sucks, but it is what it is. That's YouTube. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, every time I answer one of those surveys, what do you do? I what guess AMR Samar. I'm like, you, you, none of these are what I do. It's narration. I tell stories. <sighs> but they're not my own stories. I basically so, I basically had someone tell me like, oh, Cho, you just read stories. And I'm just sitting there like, all right, you do it. Yeah. yeah. I made, I made the mistake of, of thinking, ah, this would be easy. And I was like, no, sadly mistaken. This was a terrible yeah, idea. Said, I said that at Interscare stream too. Like at the beginning, I was basically like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna read some stuff, right? That's, that's it. That's all I'm gonna do. All right. Just plaster a picture on it, put it on fade in, fade out, and it should be fine." Yeah, no. Oh, sweet summer child. <laughs> all of us were a sweet summer child before we started narrating. Now we know the horrors of the winter. <laughs> now we know the horrors of the winter, for it has come. It has come. 
And it has shown us that we are terrible at reading in one go. <laughs> Instead of the Night King, you have the YouTube CEO. We keep changing it too. I think it's changed again. I don't know. I can't keep track of anything. Uh, a new CEO already. I don't know if if, if it's in oh like I think God. they replaced a female with someone else, and I don't know who else replaced them. I don't keep good track on things. Sorry. Go right, Nico. Yeah, just. <clears throat> um, so Sunday on my channel will be 10 Glitch in the Matrix stories because I'm a crazy girl who decided to read 10 of them. To be fair, they're all a bit shorter, but it's going to be probably about a 40 minute video when all said and done. So, because I'm a oh, crazy um, person. If I, if I can uh, say one more thing about yep. what's coming up. Yes. So on Wednesday, I also have a poem coming out called The Vampire, in which uh, Lady Spukaria will also be featured as Ooh. the titular character. Is she so the vampire? For any so for any fans, come by. Lady Spukaria, she is a demon, not a vampire. Sorry, I, I've been in this thing for way too long. I, I can just hear yeah, her voice in my head going, I'm a demon. Girl, you look like a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> You might be a demon, but your avatar definitely looks like gives you vampire vibes, and it's not yeah, my I'm fault. Not gonna <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It's basically half the reason that I asked. Of <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. It's just like, all right, you have the vampire vibe uh, gone, but uh, you know what? I settled with succubus. No, that that is a demon. Demon, but also with vampire traits. Yes, uh, in the the series I told you, uh, succubus and incubus are vampires. Yeah, there. Uh, there's the white court, which is them. The red court, which is um, they're still humanoid, but they turn into bats. And then the black court is what you would, uh, which is what Dracula was or is. I think Dracula is still alive in that mythology. I keep, I keep learning new things every time. I should be on more streams. My God. Uh, you should just come and join me on my stream. Just watch. I random. I have so many random facts. Um, I watch way too much random stuff on YouTube a lot. When I'm editing, I'm listening to videos because I can't stand listening to my voice over and over again. Yeah, same here. But yeah, same here. <laughs> uh, here, here's a secret all about all narrators: we can't stand our own voices after a while. It kind of sucks to have to hear yourself over and over again. Sometimes you just want to hear someone else speak for a little bit. I, n I never liked my voice uh, to, Same. to hear back. It's like, nah, nah, thank you. I don't need to hear it. I've gotten then, better. But you hear people say like, oh, but you have such a unique voice. It's such nice to yeah. listen to. And I'm just sitting there like, you. it's nice to listen to my voice. My mother would disagree. <laughs> well, so <clears throat> the difference is the voice we hear is the voice bouncing off of like our bones and stuff. So we, it's it's deeper and <clears throat> it sounds different. While the voice everyone else hears is the one actually coming from our vocal cords. So for me, my voice is a lot deeper in my head. And so whenever I hear, I'm like, oh my god, my voice is so loud and squeaky. <laughs> me going, be gone. <laughs> yeah, see, Cindy gets it. Yes, and no, and. 
Yeah, everyone, just everyone, I, I haven't met many people who actually like their voice when they hear it recorded. It's just we hear different things. And it sounds weird, right? Don't use your real voice. Yeah, that's one way of doing it. Uh, those are called not narr real narrators. I know, I know, I knew a narrator who was doing that, and I have cut all ties to him because to me that is not right. If you're narrating, use your voice. Unless you're like trying to change pitches for characters, sure. But to me, the the point of listening to a narrator is to listen to their voice, to hear their voice. And when they use right. stuff to change it, it just, it feels cheap. It, it fe mean, feels like they're they're lying to you. <clears throat> when you say to change it, do you mean like voice filters to sound different? Yes. Or? Yes, I know, uh, an, yeah, I, I know a narrator who is doing that oh, constantly. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I actually do that if the story, if it fits in the story too. Well, but you don't I do it all the time, right? You do it for no, certain. No, no, and no. that this person was doing it all the time. They were saying that that was their real voice, and it wasn't. They were lying. And if they're willing to lie about their voice, what else are they willing to lie? It's a, it's a line, right? You, there is I mean, so yeah, much trust you put in people. The only time <laughs> I fully used a voice modulator to change mine was uh, with the creepy story, the, the gift of mercy, was it? But that was, it was in the story. It was basically a message that was recorded. So yeah, and that, that should sound a little roboty. And that's fine. No, no, if the story fits it, that's perfectly fine. But like I said, it was the fact that this person, it was all their stories. And they were saying that there was, was a real voice, but they were caught with what their real voice actually sounded like. And they did not sound anything like that. So. Yes, that's, that's, that's just, come on. Yeah. So, yeah, I've cut I mean, all ties to them. I don't deal with them in any way, shape or form, so. I even know a few people that use AI voices. Yeah, uh, there's TTS, talk, uh, text to speech. It's huge, and I know why it's huge. It's you literally type this in, a voice does it, you're done. There's no mistakes, no nothing anymore. I mean, it's nice <clears> to have <throat> no mistakes, but you kind of miss the human touch. Yes, you know? and that's exactly the problem. I'm, yeah. uh, when back when I was really like really big into listening to like different stories, I I ran into TTS and hated it. Every time I ran into it, I was like, no, I would rather listen to someone take their time to narrate these stories and listen to this because you can hear it and you hear on how unhuman it is. And a lot of writers won't let people use TTS to do their stuff either. So, Good, good thing, too. I yeah. Mean, um, actually, one of my Patreons said it. Like, I actually... It was a similar question. It was a similar question like that, but the basic thing came down to it that she came to my channel and decided to support it because she liked the well not the human uh, aspect of it the rawness of it mm. that sounds more raw and yeah all in all for us human basically like that and we only had a conversation because someone on reddit said i had a robot voice or i used a robot oh that you were using the yeah Hmm, no. I've had because I can oddly pronounce things because of my dyslexia and how my brain and mouth work. I've had people go, "You're using a like robot." I'm like, "Nope, that's that's just me. It's just my brain did not get that word at all, and I said it weirdly because I'm an idiot." <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, but. it happens. 
I mean, I just have uh, a bit of a... I'm gonna say a thick British accent, I've been told. But also with a little hint of uh, Belgian in there, so... I don't know if I would put a British. It, there, there is an accent, but I can't place yeah, it. I would, I would, yeah, I wouldn't say British myself too. But um, a mate of mine who lives in England, he basically went, "Yeah, you have a thick accent." I didn't really understand what he meant with that, but you do have an accent. It's not British, but it does sound like it's mixed with a few accents, which makes it unique. Right. Um, there's actually an, he's not a narrator anymore, but there's another uh, narrator that had because of how he was raised. He had because he was he lived in South America for so long and then had lived so long in South uh, uh, of USA. He had this weird mix of that language of, of two accents. And it, it's it's not one that's easy to play to place either, which I think makes things cooler when you when you can't place an accent because it's oh well you're just british it's like well no there's there's something out like it's there's something there but i can't place it because it's not this stereotypical accent so it makes it unique and it makes it stand I, out i think um yes it definitely makes it stand out i also think that if you are a horror narrator and specifically and you have a character for yourself like you may have noticed on my discord that i I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> um, um, it actually adds to the character itself, too, you know? Yes. Like, all right, you can't place the accent. It, it throws you off. Yeah, it makes it so otherworldly. Yeah, it's, yeah I wouldn't say otherworldly, per se. Well, just what I mean like by... Place exactly, which makes it otherworldly because you can't place it. It's not Belgian. It's not France. It's not... Bob. It's like, it's like they, they learned... English in a different world, almost. So it's not an accent you can place. So Personally, it... I would, I would say that there are like three accents that I think are prominent with me. So definitely English is in there. I'd say Mid-Atlantic then, um, Belgian and Italian. Possibly. I know two more languages, by the way, but those are the main three I <laughs> usually use daily, so... That's fair. Yeah. Alright, well, thank you everyone for joining us today. I hope you guys have a very mm -hmm. good night, and you have a very good morning, since this is the middle of the morning for you. <laughs> uh, the middle of the morning? It's, it's almost 3am. Yeah, middle of the morning! <laughs> middle of the morning, it's... The morning's just about starting. Exactly. Uh, thank you, everyone. Have a good night, and we'll see you next Friday. Bye. And don't forget, don't fall asleep ever. Mm -hmm.